If God is able, we are able. Welcome to the One Cause Church podcast with Pastor Eric Holler. Are you ready for Acts chapter 23? Doubtful we'll get through the entire chapter, but we might. Acts 23, verse 1, are you ready? Are you guys happy to be in church tonight? God is so good. Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, remember what happened, don't have a whole lot of time to go in into what happened, but he's been taken out of this mob who was trying to kill him, rescued by this, the uh, Roman centurion, brought up to the barracks, and now he's before the council explaining, giving a defense for himself. Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. That's a huge statement on Paul's part, knowing that he was there consenting to Stephen's death the first martyr of the church, knowing that he was dragging men and women out of their homes, but because he was thought that he was doing the right thing. Remember, Paul was for God. He was just (laughs) anti-Christ. He came to find out that that don't work very very well, but he was zealous for God. He was zealous for the law. He was zealous for the right thing, so his conscience was telling him, this is the right thing. Are you hearing me? So even along the way, his conscience was bearing witness because of his heart that was there to do right. That's why he was so radically saved. That's why when Jesus Christ called him that Paul could easily go and preach the gospel because he really had a heart for God. But Christ was the missing part. And once he figured it out, it was over. And remember, as we talked, every town he came into, whatever town Paul showed up in, riots broke out over this guy. Love me, hate me, but you can't ignore me. Verse 2, and the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. (laughs) Wow. For you sit, listen to me, for you sit to judge me according to the law, and he had every right to say this, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? See, the law said that no one's guilty until they are are proven guilty. That's, That's how our law works. Yeah, Ananias, the high priest, says, strike that guy. Well, he hadn't even had a chance to even defend himself. And he says, strike him. And Paul says, you're up there to judge according to the law, and you're not even, you're, you're being contrary to the law. Now, I want to just say something here. We continue to see throughout the book of, of Acts the, the erroneous behavior of those who demand certain rules themselves not able to abide by those very rules. It's the unattainable ability of legalism. That is the bondage of the law. The bondage of the law is the inability to keep it. And if you would think if anyone on earth had the ability to keep the law, I mean, come on, high priest should have it down, right? We would think this guy could keep the law. I mean, he's the guy who walks into the Holy of Holies. Nobody else can go behind that second veil. No one else. He's the guy that can walk back there and survive the event if everything's worked out all right. Anybody else would drop dead if they went back there. So if anyone could keep the law, you would think it would be the high priest, and yet here he is showing the impossibility to do it. Think about this for a moment. The bondage of the law is the inability to live according to the law. 1 Corinthians 15 says that the law is the strength to sin. It's the ability, the right now, it's the dunamis to sin. It's the right now ability to act. The law is the strength to sin. Your ability to sin comes through the law. Think about that. Don't do that. Okay, I'm going to go do it then. 
do this. I'm not going to do it. And then Paul in Romans chapter 7 talks about that wrestling that happens. That that I don't want to do, that's what I find myself doing. That that I do want to do, I find myself not doing. Because the law came, sin revived, and I died. We need to preach the Ten Commandments. No, we don't. We need to preach the gospel of Christ. All right? It's the higher law. That law didn't do anything good for us. All right? Was the law holy? Yes, it's holy. Is that right? But what the law did was showed us just how unholy we are. And the bondage of it was, do this, but you're not going to be able to do it. I put these demands on you, demands that you are not able to live up to. But the liberty that we have is the ability to be like Christ. Now think about that. Because a lot of people have it in their minds. There's no way I could be like Jesus. But the opposite is true. You are free to be like Jesus. There's no bondage in that. You know why? Because you're born that way. You heard people give excuses. I can't help it. I was born this way. Right? As a Christian, you can't help but be like Jesus. Because you're born that way. You have His nature. You've been, who were old, have now become new. Hallelujah. And so because you're born that way, then you are like Him. You are free to be like Him. So it doesn't work now against your nature. It flows from that God nature that you now have. To do anything else is what's difficult. So live in the freedom. Stand fast in the liberty, as Paul said in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ Jesus has made us free, and don't be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. That is, be who you are and do what you do. Be who you are and do what you do. I love it. Brandon talked about it. The fruit's right when the root's right. Right? You ain't trying to be righteous. You're fruiting righteousness. It's the product of his seed planted in you. Bless you, by the way. Let's continue. Verse 4, and those who stood by said, do you revile God's high priest? Look what Paul said. I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people. That is an astounding answer to me. In this culture, in this day and age, <laughs> let's just slow down for just a moment I want you to look at this look at his response when he learned that he was talking to his authority well we need to remember how authority works don't we the truth is those in authority in our life are there by God so since that's the case, then you and I need to trust that God himself will deal with our authority as needed. Paul didn't raise a stink here and say, well, you would think that the high priest should know better than to do what he did. And I would be right behind him going, yeah, you're right, Paul. But that's not the right way to respond, is it? Come on, smile at me. Huh? Moms and dads, don't go run into your kids' defense because the teacher said something. All right? Let's go with the teacher. Huh? That's too much of this cutting their legs out from under, cutting authority leg out from under them. All right? We got we to gotta help one another in this society. There's got to be authority established. 
All right? I, I didn't get that break when I was a kid. My dad always told me, if it's between you and the teacher, I'm taking the teacher's side. Unless, unless, unless they're, they're doing something wrong to you, unless, you know, they're making you sin or they're abusing you some way. But as far as that, I'm concerned, your story ain't going to work here. I knew I, didn't have a, I knew I didn't have my dad on my side against my teacher. I was, yeah, all right. I see how it is. And I went to work for a Christian school, and, and I remember the principal stood up one day with all the parents and had a big meeting, and she said this. She said, let me just make a deal. I promise. I promise I won't believe everything they say about you if you promise that, to not believe everything they say about me. All right? Amen. In our culture today, it goes down a little bit sideways like this, right? We don't like what the preacher says or whatever. Well, we'll just go somewhere else. We don't like what the teacher says. This is a big problem in the body of Christ. We have to remember that who that man or who that person is representing, remember this is the, this is the gift of Christ. This is the office of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me today? All right. And this is what Paul said, this can help us all remember. And not only just those in authority, but even our brothers and sisters, because we're all to submit to one another. 2 Corinthians 5.16, he says, from that, Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. No one. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. And then he goes right to the next verse, says, If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. So we don't regard one another according to the flesh, according to our weaknesses, according to... Nuh-uh. No, we're all one spirit. We're all the body of Christ, and we need to treat others as such. All right, and, 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 and the reason that's important is I want you to turn to Mark chapter 6, and I think I'm just going to go ahead and finish with this thought tonight. That was interesting. You, you went to Mark 6. I got in my notes tonight. That was really cool. Mark 6, this is powerful. Verse 1, then he, talking about Jesus, went out. From there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? So, first of all, they acknowledge that Jesus teaches like someone who has authority, who has wisdom, and and that there are mighty works done by his hands. They know that that's happening, they hear the reports. Maybe some of them have even been eyewitnesses of this going, now watch this. This, this is incredible. This is the breakdown right here. Is this not the carpenter? Is this not the carpenter? I, I know this guy. I used to live down the street from him. Is this not the carpenter? This, what are they doing regarding according to the flesh? The son of Mary, not the Messiah, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon are not his sisters here with us, so they were offended at him. They were offended at him because they only chose to see his flesh, the man, not the Messiah, even though they acknowledged that those things were happening. They're like, no, we know this guy. Something's up. But Jesus said to them as Casey said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now, he could do no mighty work there. Could do no mighty work there. Could, not would, could do no mighty. The Son of the living God who created the heavens and the earth could do no mighty 
work there. Except he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled. Are you ready for this? And he mar- There are a couple things that marveled Jesus. Faith and unbelief. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the village in a circuit, teaching. He marveled because of their unbelief. Their unbelief was shown in their dishonor of his authority, the mantle of God upon his life. And so because they dishonored him, they could not, they would not receive from him. And since they would not receive from him, then he could not give them what he wanted to give them. Because they didn't want it. Hallelujah. Paul's such a great example here of looking past personal gain and defending himself and seeing the bigger picture. He not only helped himself keep a right heart, but he showed everyone around him how important it is to honor and respect those in authority even when they are wrong. Y'all aren't supposed to be quiet. Y'all supposed to be amening right there. Amen. But check this out. I like this. Jesus didn't give up on him. The Scripture says that he went about in a circuit teaching because he knows what works. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So the next thing to do was to teach the doubt and unbelief out of them. Amen. Verse 6, but when Paul perceived that one part, this guy's awesome, when one part were Sadducees and the other were Pharisees, I don't want to be a Sadducee. Why shame? Because the Sadducee is just Sadducee. And I don't want to be a Pharisee because a Pharisee is not Pharisee. When Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee, concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I'm being judged. Again, you've got to love how opportunistic the Apostle Paul is. And when he had said this, a dissension arose among the Pharisees and the Sadducees, so he just let them fight amongst themselves. I believe in the resurrection, y'all deal with that. And the assembly was divided, for Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and no angel or spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Verse 9, then there arose a loud outcry, and the scribes of the Pharisees' party arose and protested, saying, we find no evil in this man. Check this out, man. We find no evil in this man, but if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. I mean, the pendulum has completely swung into Paul's favor right here, right? The guys that were attacking him now, now are on his side. If a spirit or an angel has spoken to him. Now, what they're referring to is Paul's testimony. He had just got through telling all of them, remember, that, that, that the light shone from heaven and Jesus spoke to him from heaven. They're saying, if that's the case, we're fighting against God. They concluded if what he says is true, we better not be against it. And then, now look at this. Now, when there arose a great decision, now this, I mean, this threw uh, fi- uh, fuel on the fire already, all right? 
the commander, fearing lest Paul might be pulled to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force from among them and bring, them into the, bring him into the barracks. But the following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer. Isn't this beautiful? This was our message tonight. Be of good cheer. Paul, uh, be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness at Rome. I think that Paul believed he was going to die in Jerusalem. And remember when he said, as they were going there, he had prophets coming and telling him, you don't, don't go, don't go, because it's going to go bad for you. And he said, none of those things move me. I'm ready to die. And I think that Paul really did believe by coming into these, this situation, he's probably going to die. He was ready. But the Lord said, hey, hey, it ain't time yet. It ain't over yet. You're not only going to testify me here, but you're also going to testify and bear witness at Rome. And when it was day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves. Uh, you know what? Let's stop right there because I've got to. We, we turn the page right there, and we'll get back into that next time. We'll get into that next time. That's going to take us, it's going to take us too far. Let's bow our heads for a moment. Father, we want to thank you for this time and your word tonight. We thank you for the freedom that we have to live as Christ. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Thank you, Lord. Help us to live according to that nature, the new nature, the God nature, the divine nature. Your scripture teaches us that we are partakers of the divine nature through those exceeding great and precious promises. And that through those we have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That is, the promise is the cure. It is the cure for the desire for the wrong things. Thank you, Lord. Everything you've promised us is rightfully ours. And Lord, we thank you that you have spoken so wonderfully to us tonight and, and given us a theme here tonight to set our eyes on you, to rise above, to rise above these things that surround us, to not look at the things that are temporary, the things that are eternal. Not to look at the things that are seen, the things that are not seen. The things that are seen, the trouble, the challenges, the pressure, they have a great weakness. They are subject to change. They are temporary. But Lord, your word is everlasting. And it, that's why it's more powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And Lord, we accept your word tonight. We receive it. Lord, we go out of here tonight empowered by your word, stronger in the Lord tonight. Greater understanding that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. Thank you for your blessing on your people. Thank you, Lord, for the great things that you have in store for them, even this week, Father, even toward the end of this week, great things. God encounters favorable situations, Lord. Doors open. Doors open. Thank you, Lord. I see doors opening. I do. I see them opening, and I see people trying to shut them, but they can't do anything about it. This is you. This is your, this is your God who's with you, who makes a way where there does not seem to be a way and secures the way so that no one can stop it. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You are the blessed, the highly favored of God. You are loved. 
And in that love, you will walk with no fear. In that love, you will, you will be able to look beyond faults because He looked beyond yours. And you'll be able to touch others with the love of God. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We want to invite you to join us in service Sundays at 9.30 a.m., 11 a.m., or 1 p.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Please visit onecausechurch.com for location and events. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Cause Church. If you'd like to partner with our ministry, you can now donate securely online. Just click on the link located on the front page of our website at onecausechurch.com.